Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Welcome! It's almost Christmas time. I'm so excited. I'm even more excited that we have our men here. Our first time with guys on the show, and they're thrilled. We're all ex- we're all nervous. Okay, so we have <laughs> Zane Wood and Tyler Rutz. And yep. hello, guys. Hello. Hello. I'm happy to be here. That's Tyler Rutz. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> they're so pumped. They're so excited. So, you guys, we're gonna talk today about what it's like to be married to us, gems. And we promised them we wouldn't hold a grudge, whatever they said. they can be honest. This is your chance to just say everything you want to say to us. Yeah. I've heard that before. Just wait till you get home, Zane. Just be careful with that. One week of no putting out. Absolutely. Cut off. And right before the holidays, that's pretty a bad time to get cut off. So maybe, maybe, you know, just be good. So, all right, you guys, before we get started, I just want to just remind you guys that we don't advertise on this show. Um, We don't intend to advertise. And so we really count on you guys sharing the show. So if you like the show, if you get any value out of it, if it makes you laugh or if it makes you think anything like that, please share it or talk about it with people, like-minded people, or really everybody in Montana, lenders, realtors, title people, everybody that's kind of in our housing industry or folks just interested in buying or if they already own real estate in Montana or surrounding areas, please share the show so we can spread it around. We do this and it costs us energy and money and we want to make sure that we get as much value as possible. And the feedback's been really fun to hear. So share it with your friends. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'll start with Zane. All right. I know you're the most pumped to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just simple question. How long have you guys been married? And one, was it love at first sight or did it take a second? We've been married, what, 15 years together for 21 and we met in high school, but we, I don't know, we were friends first. So yeah, yeah. Was, we just hung out with some of the same crowd. And then mm-hmm. later on, it actually, she, he was dating this, this girl that I hated. <gasps> same. And I was dating a different guy and, you know, I, he, I had noticed him and I don't know, because we had gone to school together for years and years and years and never had a class together. In fact, um, my sister, my twin sister had all sorts of classes with him and she hated him. And so it was funny when we started dating, but I don't know, just things changed. Puberty happened, yeah. <laughs> you know, and suddenly he became super sexy and, and then suddenly unavailable. So it was, I mean, it was love at first sight for me, but had to, so Zane, had to took you ditch a second? the extras. Zane, took, did it take you a second? Uh, we were just, I mean... There's always an obvious attraction, but well, she's hot. she was with somebody else. <laughs> you know, we were just friends for the most part. So. So, but that's that we're not just friends now. Oh, good job. Good yeah. job. Yeah. How about you guys? Tyler, how long have you guys been married together? We've been together for 17 and a half years and married for 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. Officially together as of May 10th, 2004. Oh, well done. And I remember yeah. that yeah. exact day because that's the day I had to ask her if she had any other friends with benefits or maybe if I was the only one or from the only one 
going forward from that date. <laughs> so That's a good question. It sticks out in my mind. <laughs> and I told him, yes, I did have other friends. Although I was totally With lying. benefits? I, told, I was totally lying. I'm like, yeah, I've got some other friends around. I've got some other friends. I thought he would break my heart because he was yeah. like the stud on the soccer team. Every girl was in love with him. This is one of like our ongoing fights. He was dating a girl on the soccer team. Okay. No dating. There was no, it actually was no relationship. I think Alicia created that to maybe stoke her fire. But, but we had never even talked. And I was so mad at him that he was with this other girl on the soccer team. And we never even said hi to each other. I'm like, yeah. how dare he be with she's, her? She's Does instantly he not know that we are like together? So how about now? How about when other, when other ladies are, are eyeballing your man? Do you still get jealous? No. Oh, I, I do. I would definitely say I'm more jealous than Tyler though. Oh, really? Yeah, Tyler doesn't get jealous. I don't really get jealous. I, I go through phases, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with myself and with our relationship, so I'm not too worried about it. And I know it's just like the nastiest, yuckiest feeling you can have. And yeah. so... Yeah. Although, I, to be totally honest, starting to do well in real estate, that's when you started to get a little more jealous. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's been challenging, I guess, from a certain perspective. Not that I'm a traditional male. I have to be the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm jealous of the fact that she can do it in the way that she likes. Yeah. But I also think it's awesome. I don't know if jealousy is the right word, but I'm, I'm proud of her for, for doing it her way uh-huh. and being happy and healthy doing it. Because there's a lot of days where I just drag myself up out of bed and into work yeah. and really just am not looking forward to it. And she never seems that way. So I think that the jealousy maybe is the fact that you can be successful doing something you love and make it look easy. Wow. An eight to five sucks. I'm so, like, I would hate an eight to five. You know, I was really me. bad at eight to five. I was constantly like hair on fire, boot the kid out, tuck and roll, you know, like 90 miles an hour down like a side street. You know, I, I was never good at that. So I'm really glad I don't have to do that. I get jealous though, Zane. There's been some girls that try to like eyeball you a little bit. It doesn't bit. surprise me. I mean, he has like a following and I get like all up in arms about it. I get super crabby. I'm like, point her out. And I, I'm perfectly fine going and say, you know, he actually belongs. To, there was a girl. We were in San Antonio. Yeah. We went to Howl at the Moon and it was a dueling piano bar and it was super cool. But there was this girl who clearly had had some work done and was really proud of it. And she was way better dressed than I was. Super, super cute. Like, like housewives of yeah, yeah. something, something. And uh, I, I know was, this story is 100% true just because of Zane's face <laughs> turning bright red. Keep going. So she came over and wanted to wear his hat on the oh, dance floor. And those I, are fighting words. So I told her, I'm sorry, I can't let you wear my hat. And she says, why? I said, because my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fact. Good, good, good job. Good that's job. That's a fact. And then she comes over. She comes shimmying over. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was your husband. I didn't know that was a thing for me to wear his hat. I'm like, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Don't touch it. Get away. Like, that one's mine. And she's like, oh, no, I wasn't trying to. And I'm like, that one's mine. So I do get jealous. I, I get, like, feisty. We'll smack you around a little bit. <laughs> So we're pretty lucky. Most of our friend group is either married women or gays. Oh. So Tyler gets hit on, I don't know. From every five direction. to 10 times a week, but it's usually males. Yeah. So. It's also why I need to escape every once in a while and go see my straight male friends. <laughs> Not that I, I, I like all, the, our, all of our gay male friends. They're wonderful people. And the married couples that we have are wonderful people. So I'm surrounded by a lot of good people. Yeah. But every once in a while, I need to just escape, see uh-huh. some of my old friends, and <laughs> actually, it's so he, very enjoyable for he me. He just went away this weekend. It was so wonderful. 
So the MLS final was in Portland. Yeah. Portland got a home game, uh-huh. which never happens. It's like the Super Bowl where it's picked weeks in ad- or month- years in advance. Okay. And so he flew out for the game and then surprised me for our Christmas party oh. and flew back. His flight was late, but it was really sweet. That's awesome. I had it all planned out. It would have worked out great if my if one leg of four on the airplane wasn't late. But yeah. yeah. It was a great trip. Good to get away. And I almost pulled it off. Almost pulled it off. Yeah. So do you find that it can be kind of hard to impress somebody who can can do whatever the heck she wants? Oh, yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I think I stopped trying to impress Alicia. Let's see, maybe we've been together for 17 years, probably 16 and a half years ago. <laughs> I stopped trying to impress her and just figured, you know, I'm just going to play it cool and impress her with my daily uh goings around and I think it's I think it's working at least I think it's working so we'll see I think that's one of the things so much oh I am you know we just like mush about our husbands on this on this show and it's I think that that's one of the things that we absolutely love about both of you guys (laughs) it feels like couples therapy yeah is that you guys are consistent you draw a very straight line while we're all over the place and it's so nice to be able to have somebody who we can depend on and we know is going to be there. We know like is consistent and dependable. It seems like you two have similar energy where you're the rock and we're the flyers. Yeah. Like I, when I have clients ask me about my husband, I've said this before, they ask how old he is. I'm like, well, I married like a 60 year old, <laughs> even though he's only a year and a half older than me. He's 37, but he's a year and old man. It, yeah. I'm an old man at heart. I think it helps me in our, it helps us in our relationship because you know, learning to deal with Alicia's uh, flightedness, I guess you could say. I tend to be more of a rock by personality anyway, mm-hmm. and I'm totally okay with that. So I think it works out as a team. The two of us work out very well together in that regard. Mm-hmm. Zane, are you the same way? Like, I feel like you, it's just, again, you're just reading your energy, it feels like you're the rock, <laughs> and then you allow her to fly. Yeah, I don't know. I always kind of thought of myself as kind of an old soul, you know, and just pretty simple and pretty grounded. So, yeah, I it makes our relationship, you know, stick in one spot, you know, <laughs> and slow down a little bit once in a while. Not not too many changes all at once, Colleen, you know. Yeah. Uh, hello, talk about changes. You guys have just moved all over, like, giant yeah, ranch and yeah. this whole new office, which we'll talk about later. But Yeah. You know, I think, like, because I'm asking him a lot, you know, like, what do you want to do next? Like, what's the next, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? I'm always looking at what's next. And, and he he actually explained it really well. He's like, you know, I'm like an animal in that, or I'm like a dog or I'm like a horse in that, like I live in the moment. I, I'm living right here and you don't live in the moment. You're living in the next moment and the next one and the next one. And I think that it's really wonderful to have him just be so centering and, and to be able to pull me back to, to ground because I, don't, I have a hard time living in the moment. I would say we're very similar. Yeah, it's interesting when you say that, Colleen, because I feel like I'm I'm trying to get caught up to the current moment and Alicia's already moved two moments ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so I always feel like I'm playing from behind a little bit, which is challenging at times. But I describe our, our relationship together. I, I think of uh, on the playground, you have the, the merry-go-round <laughs> and Alicia is the little girl like dangling off of it with one hand, hair flying in the wind, like trying <laughs> to get as fast as possible. <laughs> And I'm the guy in the middle trying not to spin around and barf. That's pretty much <laughs> That's perfect. That's a perfect analogy. I like that. <laughs> so, I mean, Zane, you have a kind of an interesting perspective too about like, what was it like going from being the primary breadwinner in the house to, you know, me and, and doing my thing, Alicia doing our thing. I was going to ask the exact same question yeah. to Zane. Trying to prompt the question a little bit because I think that that's an important topic to touch on. 
You know, it was, it was tough for me. You know, I came from a very traditional family that my mom stayed home, my dad worked, and, you know, and the part that, that I guess was toughest on me, it wasn't the how successful and how awesome that you're doing and we're doing and have been doing. It's that I busted my ass for so long and I, I couldn't even come close to making the kind of money that you make, you know, and, and it just was like, what, what am I missing? You know, but it's what it is. It's just, you know, when you work with your hands and, and that kind of thing, it's, you're tapped out at a certain mark and that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a little emotional. I, I told like, we talk about that a lot within our relationship. We're like, he, Tyler was our breadwinner for a long time. And I've talked about this before too, him, having that steady income has allowed me to, if I got a sale, great. If not, not, right, but that right, right. you can feel that when you're trying to sell something compared to when you say, yeah, let's just see what happens and go right. with the flow with sales. You never had to have the desperation because never desperate you always because I had, had him. the rock. Same. Like, you know, when I first started, you know, and I would have, you know, just one or two closings in a, in a month and, you know, that wasn't significant enough for, to really put a dent in what he was making. And so it, it kind of allowed me the opportunity to have the runway in this career. And on both sides of the transaction, it takes time. There's no way to speed it up. You just have to put in the hours in order to create the reputation, the consistent closings over and over and over again until you can create a, create a career. So yeah. no, like uh, Zane was absolutely the one that just gave me the solid foundation and I couldn't have done it without him. Same with Tyler. Yeah. And even every day, just his support with the kids and me. And yeah, so same question back to you, Tyrets. Well, has it been challenging for me? Yes, in in particular ways, but not really. I mean, overall, I'm just really excited about it. I mean, at the end of the day, for for us, at least in our relationship, it all goes into the same bank account. So right. it's not like I am sacrificing any sort of benefit out of that. And I I see you work and I see your success and I see that you have fun with it and you're doing it in your own way. And I'm I'm proud of you and I love that. I mean, I remember there was a time when Alicia was not sure if she wanted to stay doing real estate you know, right. after she had stayed home with with both the girls for several years. And I just said, just just stay in it. Just keep doing it. It's going to take off. You got to remember, you're basically doing this part-time and by part-time, maybe 10% of your time. Wow. And I know that there will be a phase where you will be able to take off and totally fly and things will start clicking. And so I'm proud of you, Alicia, for sticking around and, and doing it. And I'm also proud. I, I take some of the credit for that. Actually, you know what? I'll take a lot of credit for that. <laughs> you do. No, you no, do. I'll take go, all the don't credit. Don't just go find a job. Keep doing what you like. <laughs> Because you will be successful at it. And yeah. I never believed him. Like we had names that you'll know in the in our market that he'd like, you can be as good as her. And I'm like, yeah, no, I could never be that good. Right. And then suddenly I'm surpassing them in numbers and tripling their numbers. And it really was Tyler who was always like, you have it. You can do this. Right. And it happened so much faster than I thought it would happen. But So do you feel, Tyler, like your girls are pretty are pretty young, but do you feel like your role as a parent has changed as Alicia's role as, as, you know, in her career has changed? Do you feel like that that's changed at all? Well, it has just in the fact that I have to be more flexible with my time. Mm-hmm. And given the nature of Alicia's business, it takes a lot of nights and weekends when I work at a bank. So somebody like me, if I want to go look at a house, it's going to be after five o'clock or it's going to be on the weekends. And I understand that that's the nature of her business. And I've understood that for a long time. So that part wasn't hard for me. You know, being with the kids, I love being with the kids anyway, but it was certainly a 
an adjustment that I had to make and had to be supportive of that. And I, and I feel like I have been very supportive of that. Mm-hmm. And I still love spending time with my kids. So well, there are times now if Alicia's home on a Saturday, I just say, don't you have some place to be? Shouldn't you be out working? I don't know. I have a pretty big day planned with the girls, honey. You might need to it doesn't include you. We, we talk about mental load a lot. And yeah. one thing that Tyler does is he really does take on the mental load mm-hmm. way more than I do, where he schedules the doctor's appointments. He schedules the dentist appointments. And I talk like, oftentimes I'll take them, but it's, he who's the one who's like knows when they need to be or, like the Christmas recital is this week. And I text him like, what time's the Christmas recital? Right. And he does so much more of that than any of my friend's husbands. And I'm just blown away that he's able to do that. And he does it with such ease too. Right. One of them's Thursday at 2.30. The other's Friday morning. <laughs> Thank you, Tyra. <laughs> okay, Zane, same question back to you. Have you been taking on more of the parenting? I mean, your kid's a little older, so he's a little more self-sufficient. Yeah, but I mean, we started homeschooling him oh, about a year ago too. And and so with me being home more and him homeschooling and stuff, he's he's getting a lot more of a real world education for me, you know, learning how to build things and and dealing with the livestock on our place. And he, he went with me all one summer. I fixed real estate and stuff for get it ready to to be sold and put on the market. And so he was my he was my gopher and, you know, knew all the tools and so I think, you know, that right there just that's something he'll never lose, you know, and that couldn't have happened if I was still working at the mine, you know, and, you know, and I was always gone. I just. How long did you work at the mine? Nine years. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's, that's hard work. Also, that's so great what you're teaching him because that's real life stuff. I have this weird thing with them. I was thinking about the apocalypse. And so you're, you guys can survive the apocalypse. You'll be set, whatever that apocalypse happens to be. But for real, you're teaching him real skills. And that's really special. Yeah, I'm all about that. If, <laughs> if you, you know, if something bad happens, you know, and you're the guy that knows how to make things work, I mean, that's... We'll come to your farm. Yeah. We'll just head on out there, just load up our truck and... <laughs> well, you know, you it's there. just, I'm just so grateful for that education that, you, that you're giving him because that's not something that can be taught in a school. And it's not something that can, you know, even we talk about like how, you know, your girls when they're young, like it's really common for, for the girls to attach to their dad when they're young. And then, you know, when they swap into being, going into puberty, like they really need to attach to their mom to learn how to be a woman and how lean into learning all of those things. The same that we're going through, like I felt like I had Rodin mostly independently when Zane was working in the mind, like when he was little and I did all the nurturing things and made sure he knew that he was loved and like all those little things that, you know, he ate and we did the potty training and we did all those things because Zane was gone all the time. And now we're like in a different role where he's 13, he's learning how to be a man and I can't teach him how to be a man. Yeah. Like he needs to learn from his dad. So I'm just so grateful that they both get to be home together and they're both learning so much about each other. That's really special. That really is. I think so too. So we are always throwing new, new ideas at you. We're always like, uh, like what's the pillow talk like for you guys at home at night? Like, does she like pummel you with more ideas and questions? And what do you think about this and this and this? And I can already tell that Alicia and I go 90 miles an hour and you guys are like 35. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Well, pillow talk, usually I'm long since out and dead asleep by then. But I think I, Zane, I can tell you we're probably the same way. I'm a very thoughtful person. I don't just like to respond to something right away. I 
typically like to take a little time to process it, especially when it comes to some of Alicia's ideas that are just at times sound totally crazy. So I might not give her the answer right away that she is looking for, but I feel like when I circle back and actually have some time to think about it, mm-hmm. I can give her a, a, a thoughtful answer. Mm-hmm. But, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm envious of that in a way that she even has these ideas to begin with. I just mm-hmm. think, ah, that's a great idea. I wish I would have thought of that. Well, right. And think- in about 10 years, I'll probably come up with something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and I are really, really good at goal setting together where we talk about where we want to be in five years, six months, and... I think we do a really good job where we are on the same page a lot with that type of stuff. All of our like big ideas for ourselves and our lives have been easy, I feel like, really. Yeah, I think we, we, we're on the same page about the big picture. Yeah. And I think particularly right now, the big picture is our daughters and, and modeling a healthy relationship with two working parents who are still at home and supportive and nurturing of our children. And I think... We both realize that that's the most important thing, and it may sound cliche to say that, but that is the center of our universe, and I think that that actually makes everything easier. Yeah. Work, life, balance, it makes everything easier. And just to talk about money, we're very similar money-wise. Yeah. Like, we really see things similar that way. We're really good at saving and not spending, although he's actually been great at pushing me to spend. Like, I would get stressed for, for my business, mm-hmm. and I'd get that's one thing I sometimes get stressed about is spending too much. He's like, no, you got to spend that money mm-hmm. in order to get more successful. Re-invest. And every cent yeah. I've sent, or every cent I've spent, I've gotten back tenfold, so sure. it's all been worth it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Zane is like my VP of my business. Oh, 100%. Because, you know, I am going 90 miles an hour all the time and my head is, my mind is always going and circling and like, I I feel like it's a Rolodex that constantly spins looking for something to stress out about. And then like something will come up and then I just lean full bore into stressing out about that. And so he gets a lot of my inner monologue and I'm just kind of spitballing it thing all the time. And he is just like, same thing as you, Tyler, like it takes him a little bit longer to process what's going on. But then he he comes back with a very thoughtful, like 99% of the time he's correct on like oh, the direction. Oh, 100% too. Yeah. And like he'll make the my direction, ideas better. Or he'll read people. Like maybe you can talk about that a little bit. Like how does that go for you? Like we talked about him being our head of HR. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a bad idea to start with. But no, I, I don't know. I, I've always had a pretty good, when I meet somebody, I usually get the right impression the first time and mm-hmm. you know I've met some people and I was like she's like oh I hired this gal and I was like oh okay <laughs> and she's like you don't like her and I was like well we'll see how it goes you know <laughs> yeah and that's usually you know within six months that, no he that always gone. he always pegs who's the next one to leave which is like stop it stop saying that stop saying but he's always right and I'm like I wish you weren't right about those things because I try so hard to see the good in people and try to like you know but most of the time people are who they are and they're going to show up like who they are you might be able to correct them for a short amount of time but then they'll fall back into who they normally are and he just has such a great read of people and you know he just I'll, I'll throw an idea at him and he'll be like that's probably not the best move for you right now. I'm like, what? I'm already in love with the idea. I've already like done it in my mind, you know, way down the line. And he and he'll pull me back in a very good way. In a very good way. Tyler's a hundred percent the same way. I don't think you've ever been wrong on a first impression where I love everybody immediately, only right. see the good. And you've been spot on every time. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just intuition, honey. <laughs> no, I just think, again, that's kind of my thought, thoughtful perspective. I'm hesitant to just come right out and say, oh, yes, I love this person, especially if I don't even really know much about them. Sure. Sometimes I can't give you an answer right away, which can be frustrating for you, Alicia, I know, but I don't want to tell you and I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear or what I think you want to hear in that moment. Yeah. And even with like clients and stuff, I'll kill immediately tell, oh, this one's going to be awful. Yeah. And he's told me not to take certain listings that I absolutely should not have taken because they were not worth, no matter what the price point, it just wasn't worth the stress on it. And I think that's kind of like what I'm feeling with this whole situation is your guys is maybe taking that time and the thoughtfulness that you guys have where we're just like, yeah, let's go. Let's just be positive and keep moving. Yeah. But the fact that you guys can take that second and give us some better perspective is why we, it works. Well, you know, I mean, you hit on it perfectly, Tyler, because you said, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. And I think almost everyone else in our lives, for the most part, I think you would agree with me, it tells us what we want to hear. Like, we generally command the conversation. Okay, Zane, say it. He's going to be about to say something. Say, say, say it. it. <laughs> say what you're saying. You know, we've had conversations like this before. And basically what it comes down to is my wife's the boss. She's everybody's boss. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean... And she's the boss, and that's just who she is. And the only person in this world that she doesn't boss is me. And I'm there to tell her how it is and, you know, be supportive, but I'm not going to say, yeah, 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 sure, when everybody else is saying it, and I think it's a bad idea. It's just no, it's, it doesn't work that way because we're a team. You know, she's not my boss. We're a team. Yeah. So yeah. Especially now, Zane, you, you know that if you just – jump right in and say, yeah, honey, I think that's a great idea. A couple months down the road or a couple days down the road, she's going to say, Zane, why did you tell me to do that? I know you knew that was a bad idea. <laughs> right, right. No, we literally had something happen over the weekend. And then I had blasted out an email that was probably a bit too aggressive. And he came to me and he was like, I really think that you were kind of being a little over the top with that. And I think you kind of took offense to that, that it probably should. I'm like, why did you tell me that before I sent the email? Like, where because were you? you didn't ask me. <laughs> Where were you with your, with your, all your, all your knowledge? But no, I mean, it's a team. It's, we're a team and not one is above the other. And I can't do what I do without you doing what you do at home and keeping everything going with our place. And I mean, I don't do anything, you know, for the most part at home. He's a phenomenal cook. And same with Tyler. He's a phenomenal. I'm, I'm a phenomenal sous chef. But he's, he runs the kitchen. Yeah. 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 I'm really good at charcuterie boards. Yeah. Those, those are my skill. <laughs> One thing I do need to say, like we're talking about how our husbands are supporting us and how great we've been in our career, which is really wonderful. But I do want to point out Tyler's very, very successful at his job too. He's yeah. gone up. So he started with the FDIC and moved up the chain really quickly there. Mm -hmm. Went to First Security Bank, moved up the chain very quickly there. Everyone there. Right knows him, loves him, mm -hmm. and he's very respected. And so I want to give him a shout out too, because he's who I idolize in business. I've learned so much from him about how he conducts himself, how he right. carries himself, and I admire him a lot. Same with Zane, like every single career that he has ever, has ever brought himself to, like he's been phenomenal at it and he's been a leader in it and yep. he's been excellent at every single thing. So for him to leave the mine, like it was super hard for him because... He was like, I'm really good at this. Interesting you said that he's a leader because Tyler's absolutely a leader too. We call him the hesitant leader. Like even with his friend group, they all look for him to give the first answer. Everything we 
do like people are looking for him to lead and mm-hmm. he doesn't always want to, but when he steps up into that leadership role, it's such a natural thing for him. Yeah. And he's been a manager or like leading pretty much every job he's ever had. Right. And it's not always comfortable, but yeah. you're just a natural leader. No, Zane too. Like, I mean, he's been frustrated. So talk about that. Like you being pulled into being a leader. And I'm sure you guys get this all the time. Like in most of them, I mean, whether I was doing construction or mining and I was always usually the younger guy, you know, and if I didn't show up and kick ass, everybody else would just lay down. Yeah. So I had to fill that role. Otherwise, nothing would get done. Well, And, and I found out pretty early on that that's how it was. And it, a lot of people, you know, they're looking for a leader. And if nobody steps up, nothing happens. Yeah, most people just want to be led well. The 60% of people just want to be led well. And so they're looking for a leader at all times. You even been in, in jobs where like the leader wouldn't lead. Yeah. Like the leader was looking at you to lead. Yeah. Well, when, <laughs> like when I started mining in the sills, they put me with these two guys. One of them had been mining for like, I don't know, seven, eight years. And the other guy had been mining his whole life. He was early fifties and he, I mean, a pile of knowledge that the guy knew how to do all of it, you know, and they're both great big boys. And here I am, I was like, a buck 65, you know, running a jack leg and stuff. And, and, uh, everybody, the joke around the mine was, man, <laughs> Zane sure getting skinny packing them two guys around all the time. <laughs> Your shoulders he, getting tired. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I showed up, I thought, okay, these guys, you know, know what's going on. They've been doing this forever. They're going to step up and, and, you know, make the plan and all that. And my first day working with them, they're like, so Zane, what do you want to do? Like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm the new mean? guy. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. We talk about this too. When someone's waiting for somebody else to step up and do it. And yeah. sometimes you have to be the one to do it. Yeah. Whether you want to or not, because you see a need. Yep. So Tyler, what non-negotiable things do you and Alicia have that keeps your marriage growing and moving forward? Oh, I know the answer to this one, but go ahead. Tyler won't say it, but I'll say it. <laughs> oh, I know you'll say it. Because <laughs> you know, I'm always the one who brings up sex. <laughs> Well, I I mean, it is. Sex is important. It's important in a relationship, in a marriage, Mm -hmm. especially when you're both busy and going crazy all the time. Yep. I think another non-negotiable that Alicia and I do at least once a year, typically twice a year, is we get away together, just the two of us. Yeah. We either take a vacation together, sans children, or we boot the kids out with grandma and grandpa or with somebody and we stay at home for a couple of days by ourselves. And I think that's a really healthy thing to do. I think it's really important because you're very busy. Your careers are busy. Your lives are busy. You have kids. And I think it's really important to each other in your relationship to remind yourselves, hey, we still love each other and, and we're still important to each other. And that's one non-negotiable for me that I, I will never let go. Your mom. Just getting away with Alicia. Your mom always says that. She's like, you were a relationship before you had kids. You're going to be together when the kids are out of the house. It's just going to be the two of you. So it really is important to, on those vacations, to remember how cute you are. <laughs> what about you guys? Non-negotiables. Yeah, I think it's pretty much the same thing. The only thing I'd add to that is like, at least, and it doesn't always happen every week, but, you know, just depending, but at least every two weeks, we have date night. We leave the kid at home with, it's like, here, here's some leftovers, dude. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait for those days. We still have babysitter world. And we go out and have a nice dinner and drink too much wine and, Mm -hmm. and talk and, you know, and 
you know, come home, of, have lots of sex. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yep. And a lot of conversations happen yep. when that, when we're doing that, that we don't usually have because we, you know, you're all a million miles an hour and I'm, I'm doing other things. And so there's a lot of good and good conversations that happen just, just then. But we, we do the same thing. We pawn the kid off on grandma and grandpa, you know, and just have a staycation at home or go do something or, you Mm -hmm. know. You know, something I think has been a really pivotal thing with this move and this change is that I feel very different between who I am when I'm here and I'm working and he can feel it too. Like him being here, he can really see the change in me because from me being in work mode and me being in home mode. And it's two very different things. So, I mean, it's just, it's just different. I think, well, anybody that's got to be a a leader in the business, it doesn't matter what business that is. I think most people are that way if they're a leader. It's, uh, I mean, I, you know, when I was. You were an asshole. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know. You were. I was. Yeah. I I had to, I had to be tough. And, you know, when, I mean, it was, it was a different deal when you have, you know, a whole bunch of full grown men doing a hard job, they aren't going to respect you unless you're kind of a a dick. And I had to be a dick, you know, and. And then you come home and you had to, it took a while. Yeah. Sometimes to shut it down. Well, especially when I was working on the road a lot, I was gone for three, four weeks at a time. And then when I got home, it took a day to, to leave that guy at the job site, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I feel like that that's a benefit for something that we have going on because like when I go home, I completely, I mean, I kind of turn into a sloth, I guess, because. Well, your, your drive makes, I think it makes a huge difference for you. You know, you get time, you get out of, out of yeah. your office I like and my you drive. have a nice long drive home mm-hmm. where you can just unwind and have some time by yourself. Yeah. And I used to enjoy that too. It's, I think it makes a big difference. I feel like for you guys, and maybe you can comment on this, is just that, you know, you're constantly being pulled in and out, in and out, in and out, like, like seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. Yeah. So how do you like switch your brain? I feel like it's, uh, there's very few people who can handle it, Mm -hmm. that they can compartmentalize and just go back and forth between the moments. But it's a fight between us that I'm on my phone too much when we're around the kids and yeah, it drives you crazy. It is at times, but again, I, I understand that's the nature of your business. And one of the things that I've learned over the past few years, and I feel like I've gotten much better at, is I can tell those times when Alicia does need to just come home and just shut it down. Yeah. Sit on the couch, go sit up in bed, close the door, and just have it be quiet for a little bit. Yeah. And when it first started happening, when she get really busy, it was very new to me because I'd never really seen Alicia have to do something like that. She was just always going a million miles an hour and everything was easy. And of course, that's just not the way life works. That's not the way your career works, especially if you are a driven individual. So I've, re, I, I've, I've learned those moments when I know Alicia needs to just, okay, you said girls, let's me. go downstairs. We'll play a game. Mommy needs a little bit of time to just, just decompress. Right. And, and that's good. And it's healthy. You said that to me like two nights ago. You're like, hey, why don't you just go upstairs and veg for 20 minutes? And, and sometimes I'll just take three minutes, but that's all I need is just to know that I could have that time that can change right. everything. You know, Zane often will, will tell me, you just need to just go lay down, like go yeah. take a nap because, you know, I do go so hard. And then when I get home and you, you are just so mentally tired and he's like, just go, just go lay down for a little while. And, and I will. And then he'll, he'll wake me up. He's like, it's been an hour. It's been an hour. Come on. You know, cause I don't want to miss too much. Right. 
you know, so it's... Yeah, she gets pissed if I let her sleep all day. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't want to miss too much. Like, I just need need a few minutes just to kind of, like, recharge my brain because I don't want to miss anything, but I, I do. Like, I'm literally falling asleep sitting in my chair. And so he, you know, he does, he takes very good care of making sure that I'm taken care of. All right, so what are the negative things about being married to ladies like us? I can't think of one. Can you? I can't think of any. Good answer. (laughs) Good answer. All right, we'll end it on that. (laughs) But if you you could, I told you, this is your chance. You can say whatever you want to say. The bus is rolling. (laughs) You could throw right underneath the bus. No, there's no, really, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of both of you. I think it's amazing what you've done. And for me, it's particularly easy being the, the father of two girls. I love the fact that I can tell them, look at, look at your mother, look at the way she handles herself, look how driven she is. You can be successful and you can still be compassionate and you can still have a great relationship. Yeah. You can have all those things and you don't need to make sacrifices. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you guys so much for doing this. That's awesome. It means so much to me, Tyrats. Love you. I'm happy yes. to be here. Zane, I think we ought to plan on coming back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it worked out pretty good, I think so. Far. Yes, you guys did a great job. I know you it took some arm twisting, but I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right, you guys, before we wrap everything up, can you give us, our, our listeners, some advice what advice would you give to other husbands of strong career-driven wives? Just shut up and hang on for the ride. <laughs> no, but I think this is a really good question. I think it's an important question. For me, it's to, no matter what, remain supportive. Even when you have good days and bad days, and everyone knows that, you have to remain supportive. And then also remember that you're in this together, mm-hmm. right? And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You have to remember that you are... A couple. You were a couple before your successful career. You'll be a couple hopefully long afterward. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember to be faithful and be supportive. And then the lastly for me is you have to communicate. And I know that's, again, probably cliche to say because it's important in any job, in any role, you have to communicate. Because I know for me, the times when we go through challenging periods in our relationship is when I'll let something stew and fester and I won't just talk about it or pick up the phone and call her. And it, it's never worth it. Mm-mm. It always works out once we just talk about it. So I think remain supportive and really be communicative with your spouse and, and be happy. And I think that'll work out. Good answer. All right, Zane, at you. Yeah, no, I totally agree with what Tyler said. And then the other thing, like Tyler comes from a bank background, so he has a pretty good idea of what you do. I don't know. You know, I mean, I, you know, all the jobs I've ever done, you know, break rock, swing hammer, you know, things like that, <laughs> you know. Um, so that was something for me is, as Colleen became more and more successful, she'd come home and tell me about these things. And so it was like, okay, well, explain that to me. Why does, what's, why does this work? Why does that work? And like now when we go and talk to other people that are lenders or or realtors, I know what they're talking about. And that way, when she comes home with a frustration or a problem, I can at least give her a, an educated opinion because I cared enough to know what my wife does because it makes a big difference because what she does is is what, you know, that's a, our business together. It's, yeah. it's a, you know, it's important. Even though I'm not, you know, I'm not a lender, I'm not a realtor, you got to know what, uh, what's going on. Yeah. And that way you can have a real conversation and, and help them out if they need help. Be supportive. 
You know, we've always like, you know, we used to like tell young couples to be like, don't go to bed angry. But, you know, here's here's the like the big girl, the big girl version of that is that you got to fight it out, fight it out, hug it out, fuck it out, whatever, all the things like you just like you got to You got to get on the other side of it, whatever it is. And the only person that you should ever be talking to is your spouse. Like if you're pissed off, you got to take that shit home, fight it out, hug it out, fuck it out. Like that's the whole thing. No, it's like, true. Like get it done it's with. worth it. Yeah. The fight is worth it. It's worth it. I want to be with him in the rocking chair on the porch when right. I'm 80 years old. Right. And so these little fights and right now, because we're at the depth of it with kids and work, mm-hmm. doing all this and yeah, it's worth it. Fight it out. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. But if you're on the rocking chair on the porch when you're 80 and you're married a 60 year old, I think I'll be pretty happy to be around at 140. So... <laughs> Well, you guys, but I mean, like fighting, like I know that I'm not even, I'm not even fair to fight with because I'm not, I don't enjoy confrontation, but I'm pretty good at it. And so he's like, I I hate fighting with you because I never win. (laughs) So, but when you win a fight, you don't feel better. No. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't help anything. So Tyler and I have a little bit of the opposite problems. We don't fight enough. Oh. And when we do fight, it's good and healthy and, but we'll both kind of just hold on to something and not talk about it or we'll, we'll talk about it, but we only fight like maybe once a year, like a real fight and it feels good afterwards. Like we needed it. And yeah. I think that's something we can get better at is fighting actually like fight more often. Okay. We can, pra- we can practice. <laughs> we can practice that. Can Tyler, before, as we're, we're wrapping everything up and kind of ending on this, but can you talk to us about what is it that he does? The, Oh, the deep freeze. The deep freeze. <laughs> oh, the deep freeze. Oh, yeah. It's tell a classic me, tell me movie that my dad freeze. used to give to me when he could tell one of us was just pissed off or not having a good day. And we'd be keeping it in. We wouldn't open up to our family. He'd come in and he'd just put us on the floor and just put his hands on our back and just shake like crazy. <laughs> and so I say, Alicia, you're going to get a deep freeze if you don't start talking to me. And I'll hold, your, hold her down and just start shaking No, her. he puts his body on top of me and starts shaking convulsively on top of my body. <laughs> and you can't help but just laugh. And the last thing you want is to be like, I don't want, no, leave me alone. I'm I fine. would get so pissed first. Oh, yeah, totally. You get pissed, but then you can't help but laugh. <laughs> and then I'll tell him why I was mad. But the That's deep why you works. have to do it for a minimum of 20 seconds because I know the first 10 seconds she's just going to be pissed. Fighting. And then it's going to turn Punching. to laughter and then she'll open up afterward and we can both move on. That's He's so done it to good. me in the snow before. That's so he good. He threw me in the snow and gave me the deep freeze. I'm just so grateful for, for you guys being willing to fight because I know it's a big handful to like kind of take us on because I mean, you, you have to come to the party, you want to fight with us. And, and I, but I appreciate your willingness. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Well, you're worth fighting for. Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. If you don't have anything to fight about, you don't have anything worth fighting for. You're going to have things like that in any healthy relationship. These guys are so sweet. We're a bunch of bitches. I know they're the best. They're better. <laughs> I, we, we say this on the podcast behind your backs all the time. Yeah. You're better than like, you're better than me. You're a better person. I, you are my like, yeah, I look up to you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thanks guys. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.